You're listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast. For more on Screening in Kingston, more episodes, info about our movie clubs, and a lot more fun movie content, visit screeningandkingston.com. So much to talk about this week, considering the fact that Taylor, I'm I'm so tired today. I don't know what you do on a week to week basis, Taylor. For all I know, nothing. Um, but I'm I'm very I'm very tired, and I just wanted to tell you that that I'm I'm exhausted. I'm not you know? going to pull the parent card and say no one's as tired <laughs> as a parent with a baby. But um, my baby still wakes up between like um, at his worst every hour and a half at night and at his best every three hours. So, okay. um, yes, I too <laughs> am very tired and it's solely because my baby does not sleep properly. If, well, if I, if I were to tell you what I do on a day to day and week to week basis, you'd probably punch me right in the face <laughs> with me then saying I'm so tired. Well, to be fair, like during the day, what do I do? I lie in bed while my baby naps because my baby needs contact naps and won't go to sleep by himself. So, like, I spend a good chunk of my time in my bed. But, yeah, the nights are a little rough. But, you yes, know what, Mike? Yeah. Everyone, you know what I feel? Everyone is entitled to how their energy level is. As someone who had, like, who was a very tired pre-baby um, and will be tired for the rest of my life. Um, you know what? You're You're fully entitled to feel tired, even when you don't do a lot. It's Thank okay. you. Thank you, yeah. Taylor. I, I feel very tired. And now I feel uh, justified in my tiredness. Yeah, I'm just so tired. I don't even, I don't even know what it is. Like, I don't even, I don't even have anything to like, contribute to that being like, well, let me tell you about my week. I'm just very tired. That's um, okay. I don't know. Honestly, Taylor, I don't know how you do it. Because I don't like, if I had a baby right now, I would be losing my mind. i'm already tired the pure the only thing that keeps you doing it is that you're like if i don't show up for this thing this creature it may die that's right (laughs) what what does it yeah you're like okay i don't want to get out of bed but if i don't the baby will starve and that that is a powerful powerful reason to get up like that that pretty much is like yep that's a that's a good reason to to yeah i don't have that i i i have oh you know i don't want to leave bed today okay (laughs) you know (laughs) the cat has food the food bowl yeah the cat's fine the cat when i'm when i'm ill and sick or can't leave the bed the cat's at its happiest I mean, it, it totally content to sleep all day. So the cat's fine. I haven't even seen the cat in almost 24 hours. I'm not 100% sure where she is. And that's, you know, that's, that goes to show you that at the end of the day, uh, pets are not babies. Because nope. uh, I know that cat's alive. I just don't know where she is <laughs> sleeping somewhere. <laughs> She's fending for herself and she exactly, will. Exactly. Yeah. Completely fending for herself. Um, And that's totally fine. So yeah, I'm I'm glad we have a lot to talk about because that will give me the energy that I so desperately need um, to get through this. And one of the things I was thinking of, Taylor, because today we're going to reveal what our uh, Screening in Kingston Oscars pool winner 
and loser want us to do. Um, we're going to reveal both of that today. I was thinking, Taylor, you um, you're, you might find doing some of these things tough because you're going to be limited by having to kind of watch whatever needs to be available on your phone. While, while yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So we might have to, <laughs> to keep that in mind. Give me some leeway. <laughs> yeah, there might have to be some flexibility here. Um, but we will reveal that. Uh, we've got some movies to review. We're finally turning the page on 2022, and we're reviewing movies that were released this year. Uh, it's the end of March, <laughs> and we're, we're finally getting to it. Uh, so we're doing that. But first, Taylor, you've got some stuff you want to talk about. Okay, I'm dying to talk about the... I Well... Before we started recording, I called them first looks. Technically, we've already seen Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. We've had the mm -hmm. first sneak peek, that kind of tense, possibly she's just finished making out with the Joker in that photograph. Um, and she looks like she might be um, when she's like the uh, the doctor, like the psychologist. Um, heart doctor. What's her doctor name? Quinvel? Heart, Harley Quinvel? I think so. I might be able to pronounce that. Yeah, but, I think so. Yeah. See, um, Harley Quinn was created on the TV show, so it wasn't in any of the early comics. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so Harley Quinn's character did not exist in the comics, and it first appeared in the Batman uh, cartoon. From the 90s. Show, the 90s. Like what yes, we grew up yeah. with. What yeah. we grew up with, yes. Yeah. That was the first time that Harley Quinn was ever seen. And now she's a big part in the comics and stuff, but that's People something love that, that show created, yes. Yeah. Um, so anyways, we've seen her like as uh, her like prior to becoming a Harley Quinn, but the first looks of her as Harley Quinn have been leaked. Um, they aren't like official photographs. It looks like they're like paparazzi photos from filming and they're like walking out of a courthouse, allegedly. And I think her outfit is so stupid. Yeah, it looks really awful. It looks, <laughs> it's not even remotely anything. <laughs> it does not, A, fit the tone of the movie because he, in the first movie, is wearing, like, normal... I mean, he's wearing, like, a clown costume, but it's, like, within, like, 1970s New York clown costume. So yes. you're like, yes, okay. Like, it does not... They're going to have to put, like, a sapia filter, Instagram filter on the footage because um, as it stands, that does not read 1970s New York, her her, mm -hmm. her costume, and it does not read, like, realistic, you know what I mean? Unless, like, maybe she went to, like, a costume shop. Maybe there's, like, a scene in the movie where she goes to a costume shop and, like, that's the outfit she picks. Mm -hmm. Maybe... Because, like, it kind of looks like a circus, like, ringleader costume. Yeah, and now I don't that know. Now that I'm thinking of it. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with the character because the character is supposedly a doctor who is working in Arkham Asylum. Like, that's what the, the origin story of, of Harley Quinn yeah. to begin with. I don't know if they're going that route or, or not. Like, I thought that they were. Um, so I'm not sure, yeah, if it's, she's slipped into madness and just sort of slapped on something. Um, but she, I guess I was a little surprised by the, the lack of like makeup as well. Not, not like traditional makeup, but like the Harley Quinn makeup. And maybe that's something like they're doing with the Joker that will evolve throughout the movie. Um, but I was just a little she surprised. She does have a little bit. 
she's a, a tiny, tiny bit. bit. And like, but it's people, very subtle. If people, the only thing I can liken it to is like the old fashioned Harlequin puppets. Mm. Like, do you remember those puppets with like white faces that has like the diamonds on their like above their eyes? Yes. Yes. I, so like sh- they've done like very subtle, like very classic Harlequin kind of pantomime makeup. I don't know. I just think like it was like how I was so um, uh, like lunch lunch bit lunch bag let down with um, the first Barbie images like right. of Margot Robbie in the convertible, and I'm like, that's the costume they chose like that's the i quote unquote iconic barbie costume they chose so i know i have to like give them the benefit of the doubt it was like it's only one costume it was on set but like it just does not read 1970s new york to me like when i see the costume yeah. i'm like that doesn't yeah like i don't it just is it seems like a weird a weird weird styling yeah. yeah, it does. And it's it is very now again, yeah, as we you mentioned, these are clearly not official. Um, who knows with lighting and, and other things they're gonna do, what things look like. But that's that's like your base to start with, and it's not a great beginning. And I'm like I'm already so concerned about what this movie is going to be and that I'm gonna hate it because many reasons some aren't the fault of the the actors in question but also like speaking of margot robbie like she knocked it out of the park oh, yeah. playing harley quinn already so that it's hard for anyone in any circumstance to step into a role that has like a fan play. it's like anyone playing wolverine right now everyone rejects everyone even though there i'm sure there are some good picks out there just because everyone loves Hugh jackman in the role so sure. how like honestly people feel that way about margot robbie so it's tough to begin with because I'm kind of sitting here going, well, I don't, I don't know how you're going to compete with that to begin with. And this movie already, because of the first Joker movie, isn't, doesn't sit well with me. So my, it's like we, um, we, I feel like we're the only two people who didn't like the first one because when I read comments online, they're like, the first one was so good. They're going to ruin the second one making it a musical. I'm like, what is there to ruin? The first one was not good. <laughs> yeah, you're you're going to ruin it by making it a yeah, musical. There's nothing like, to ruin. People are like, oh, the first one like was my favorite movie of that year. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, y'all are wrong. Um, one more thing before we move on. I have a theory as to what's happening in that scene. And I'm probably going to okay. be completely wrong. But... I think they are sticking with the origin story. She is a psychologist at Arkham. She's been assigned to his case. Obviously, it's it's a uh, it's uh, an asylum for the criminally insane. So like, he is going to be on trial for the crimes he committed, and I think she's been assigned to determine whether or not he is insane. And so she's gone to the courthouse to like testify for his case, but already she's become like an acolyte, right? Like she's already yeah. like become his paramour. Um, hence why like she's in that costume. So that's my theory. I think they are doing like a very traditional kind of um, traditional in the sense that like from the, now that you're telling me it's not, um, uh, it's not canon in the co- the comic books, but like no. based on like her origin in the nineties TV series, that's my guess. I think they yeah. are going to, she is going to be the doctor. She is going to, you know, fall in love with him. And she's testifying in his case. But again, like, I feel like 
she would have gone in normal clothes and then reveal that she's Harley Quinn. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Like, obviously, we don't know what's happening in that scene. But, like, she could be exiting, though. Like, you're saying that she could be leaving. But, like, it looks like she's walking out. Like, she could have done exactly what you're saying, where she, like, ripped Walked in normal. Yeah, and then walks out like that. It's possible. Like, what you're saying totally makes sense to me. It doesn't make me feel necessarily any better, but it it definitely you're you're bringing some logic to these to these images, so it is possible. I still think the costume's stupid though. So I I don't know. Yeah. Like I just Mike, we we say it all the time. Hollywood needs to knock on our doors because I think we <laughs> could do a much better job. Like no, even in this scenario, it seems like we're wrong. Like it, like yeah. like you're saying, it seems like everyone loves the Joker and we're yeah. dumb. Apparently, <laughs> for, for I don't thinking know. it was really bad. Um, I, I, I don't, don't yeah, I, taxi driver. That's the whole time I was watching Joker. I'm like, you might as well just be watching the taxi driver. Cause that's, it's like mean, off. They weren't, they weren't hiding that though. No. <laughs> like, that, was, that was part of it. Like they just were like, there's a quote from the director. Like I wanted to make taxi driver, but with the Joker. Like what? Okay. That's what she did. That's like that's what you, like it's like the people who online made Jurassic Park with cats like they did it, cool. Okay. <laughs> like what do you great like that was that was, that's a great three minute video or or the people I share this every time I see it the people who replaced um oh what Kate Winslet's character from Titanic yeah with, with the, the cat. cat yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's that. dancing and around I, with the cat yeah. 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 See, the, like that to me, that's what the first Joker movie was as a three minute little thing of like, oh, the Joker in the second. Wow, fun. Yeah, like very fun. Haha, cool. Let's move on with life. But it was a whole movie, a very long movie. And now they're making another one. And now it's a musical. And I, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, it just sounds so ridiculous. I don't know where this is going. Mike, I for a second my brain stopped working and I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's a, it's a musical. So like, a there's no reason, musical, yeah. there's no reason why the court scene isn't a musical where they do a big reveal with her costume. Did we, did we ever discover if Joaquin Phoenix can sing or not? He does all the I singing know. in walk the line. The okay. Johnny I think Cash we have biopic. Okay. Yeah. Is he good in it? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. He's good, but it's like, um, like country Western music. Like it's, well, maybe that's how the Joker will sing. We don't know. It's not like show tunes. You know what I okay. mean? Like, so he, he can sing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how that's going to translate. No, neither do I. Itself. It's just, it's, it's usually the first mistake that's made um, is they, they choose people who can't really sing. But to um, my knowledge, I don't think he's sung in any other movie. Yeah. Not that I, yeah, not that I, I know of. I don't have his filmography in front of me, but yeah, I think that that was it. So who knows? But that that's if I'm seeing a musical, number one, I want people to be able to, to sing. And then I want them to do a, a good job making a musical, which is meant for stage, translate to film well, which normally they don't do, unless it's an original made for for movie, not adapting from from the stage. Like you know, the the greatest showman, which was yeah. pretty good. Um, they do they do a much better job at musicals that are not originally stage plays. So maybe all that stuff would be fine. Again, it's just the Joker 
how you're going to make that work. Okay, maybe you've cast the right people. Like Lady Gaga obviously can sing, can sing very well. I'm sure that her music stuff will be totally fine. How you're going to make this work with Arkham Asylum and the tone of the last movie and making it a sequel, I have no idea. I, yeah, I, as I always say, every time we bring this up, you're going to hate watch it. I'm just going to watch it out of sheer curiosity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. I and just, we can't, I just, I just can't wrap my head around it. And I'm telling you, we're going to close the door forever on screening in Kingston and the Joker until they announce there's a third one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, until they do, like, until they do that, we, we will do close think, the I door. I just, don't see Joaquin Phoenix, like, committing to, like, a franchise. I did way? not think he was going to do a sequel to this. Like, I just, he's, I don't think he's ever done a sequel. That's not I his know. thing. Yeah, I... I mean, like, he obviously, the one thing I will say is he was amazing as the Joker. And I've said this before, I wish he exists in the Robert Pattinson Yes, because he would be great universe. in that, yes. Um, I, the, my problem with the movie was not Joaquin Phoenix, and I think they really wasted him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really not, well, all along, they were like, this is a one-off. This is a one-off film. And then, of course, it made a bunch of money, right? So they're like... So yeah, the, everything's a one-off until there's a lot of money. I just right? never like would have thought Joaquin Phoenix would be like, "Yep, sign me up." Maybe it was because it was a musical. Maybe he was the one who was like, "If you make it a musical," <laughs> he he is like very much Weird. an artist, right? Yeah. So he he would want to do things that are different. He would want to try to flex the muscles and acting that he hasn't really done much in. So I could see him do it. Yes. All of that I could see happening. I'm just so surprised. It, it was really the same reaction when Ethan Hawke did the Moon Knight TV show for Marvel. Yeah. It's like, what are you, you're going literally against your whole person. And I mean, that was worse because he specifically said that he didn't like Marvel. Um, but, you know, Joaquin Phoenix just gives this air of someone who's really serious about acting. Um, and yet here he is. So I... I don't know. This is such a, it's such a rich topic too, because (laughs) one, I don't mind talking about it as long as we need to, but there's just so many unanswered questions that I bet you seeing the movie will answer none of them. We're going to come out with the same set of questions that we had going into it because the movie is just going to happen and nothing's going to be clear. It's just so weird. It's just a weird, it would never would have been on my bingo ticket. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker sequel musical yeah and i i do think (laughs) i do think as much as joaquin phoenix was great in in that movie and i agree he was to me being a comic book fan and a fan of these things there was a batman sized hole in that movie like i just as an origin story fine okay i get it but the joker is at his best when he is up against batman because you see the intelligence you see the way he can manipulate and the way he can torture just mentally. Um, and I, I think it's a shame we're probably never going to see him go up against a Batman because this is set 30, 40 well, years they don't before even, they like, any of the other ones. It's like not even an origin story for the, for the Joker, you know, apparently. Because <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like, it's not... <laughs> It's, like, not based on any existing backstory that's in the comic books. Right. So, like, 
And if Batman isn't alive yet, is this even really like Batman Joker? You know what I'm trying well, to say? Bat- like Batman was alive as a kid. Like oh, yeah. in, in the in the Joker movie, that he does run across Bruce Wayne as a kid. Remember he sticks okay. his fingers in his mouth? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, there's a scene where because because Thomas Wayne, who's Batman's father, that's where Thomas Wayne had had fired the Joker's mother a long time ago, and the Joker's mother believed that Thomas Wayne oh. had impregnated her and stuff. And like, the, and it was kind of uh, unclear well, as like whether it was true. All of that. Yeah. Out. <laughs> that's like, that's kind of, cause he, he confronts Thomas Wayne at like a movie theater and Thomas Wayne punches him in the face. Um, and Thomas Wayne is the father of, of Bruce Wayne. Right. Okay. So, so he, they do, he meets he Bruce Wayne okay. through like a, a, like a fence and he sticks his fingers in his mouth and forces him to smile. Okay. Yes, I yes, I do remember that part. I obviously blocked all of that out. Yeah, because during the riots at the end, his parents get shot. Okay, so like So like Batman's origin happens in this movie. Yeah, it's very it was very strange. And it was very thrown in there. I don't I don't blame you for forgetting, but that was That was the 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 writer being like, Okay, we gotta bring this back to the the IP. You know, we got to bring yeah. this back to the intellectual property. We got to. Again, which I, I understand because it's a, a character that everyone recognizes. You just scared me for a second when you said it's not a Joker origin. As if you've read something that's like, this is some strange other person. I'm, like, I'm very Well, I did see some fan second. theories. But those fan theories might have come out prior to the movie being released. Because right, like, I right, honestly right. like had completely forgot that they do have the Waynes in this movie. Yeah, yeah, because it, it really ends with the big riot and and he he escapes and is kind of seeing the world crumble around him and and someone in a Joker mask shoots the Waynes outside of the theater um, as as it happens and Bruce Wayne's good. like there is a shot in the movie where Bruce Wayne's standing there um, and the parents are dead. So that happens. He had. I guess something to do with it, but kind of inverted. Unrelated. Yeah, kind of unrelated. He was he was he had he was on the show at the time. Like he was doing that show, freaked out, shot the guy in the face on TV, and that kind of started the riot. And then he, you know, got captured and all of a sudden. So you know, it's it's kind of inadvertently his fault, sort of. This just became a a Joker episode. I looked it up once and I was like, Yeah, it's uh like twenty two minutes of the episode. (laughs) And it's funny because I I had already like kind of pre written because we're filming a bit in advance, I had pre written some stuff to go out um for like promotion for the episode and to for the description and stuff i'm already gonna have to change it because yeah. uh, we've <laughs> talked about we've talked we spent a third of the episode talking about the yikes Joker. this is how you can tell we're both very tired <laughs> yeah we're just ranting on and on we're just we're literally taylor we just spent almost 10 minutes recapping what happened in the joker movie for each other that's this this podcast we just describe movies to each other the stream of consciousness oh man well there you go there there you have it folks Um, (laughs) all right let's the last like the last 10 minutes because the first 10 were good Yes, the last content. 10, we, we literally described the movie The Joker. <laughs> I could have opened up Wikipedia and saved. And we could have just read a synopsis, yeah. and that would have been oh. the episode. Um, okay, let's, let's move on. Um, we do have a couple fan questions here, cool. so we'll, we'll quickly get to those. We'll review some movies, and then at the end, we'll talk about what exactly we have to do 
um, for our uh, Oscars pool. So getting to some questions here. Uh, Chris, friend of the show, fan of the show, uh, writes in and says, Taylor, this is for you, Taylor. Taylor, are you back? (laughs) And end of email. I don't know. (laughs) Yes. I I guess it depends. I never <laughs> laughed. On your definition. <laughs> I, de- I never laughed. Yeah, like, am I am I back? Uh, Taylor's here, but the mind, the mind, not so much. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, listen to that last 10 minutes. We'll see who's where. <laughs> you don't want me back, Chris. Um, yes and no. So, you know, as everyone knows, I have a baby and I'm still recovering um, from my illness. And the recovery from my illness doesn't have a, a timeline. So there may be some weeks where I just, speaking of being tired, you know, like I just might not be up to it, but I feel like, Mike, I've been pretty consistent over the last several weeks. It feels kind of, I've been more consistent. So um, we're going to try to have me on more often and then eventually be back to normal, but there's no timeline for when normalcy will resume. So that's a long winded way of saying yes. I'm back, yeah. but there might be holes. Yeah. Also, to be fair to you, it's been a weird sort of month and a half. Like, there's right. a lot of other stuff going on. So it was tough to kind of get consistent. Like, now we're kind of back on track where we're recording an episode that's going to go out soon after this recording, whereas we were still working kind of backwards. But this will be two weeks in a row with you being on. Right. But like that, yeah, because I, I we, we recorded stuff and we've been throwing things at like it's yeah. I'm like I feel like I've been recording fairly often, but I, yeah. <laughs> and it's been two weeks. <laughs> but I guess uh, it's because my episodes haven't been running like no. Normal. Well, because so. we did what it ended up happening was we had the Oscars, so you came on for that. Obviously, we yes. did that. We had a couple episodes already in the can, ready to go. Yeah. So those got released right after the Oscars. And now we're kind of back to we're recording, you know, within a week of, of releasing. Um, so yeah, I mean, whenever you can come on, you do. And if not, we have tons of guest hosts that will come on and pre-record and do fun things. And I eventually I got to bring Tyler Vance back on because we have to finish our Picard review hey. uh, at the request of our fans. I'll be off at Easter. So maybe it can be an Easter episode. Uh, yeah when does Picard finish I think it might be over by then actually so that, that might actually uh that might work <laughs> that, there you might, go. that might that might work I may have to reach out um so thank you Chris for that uh question uh next question comes from Susan um Susan wants I should really pre-read these because this <laughs> is this is really funny <laughs> Susan wants to know have you seen any of the early looks at the second Joker movie <laughs> there you go Susan Rewind. Well, Susan, we gave you 22 minutes worth of that. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. And, and what are your there. thoughts, Susan? Let us know. Yeah, we'd love to hear from our fans on this one. Like, what, what do Pete? What do Screening and Kingston fans think of of the Joker and the Joker Two? I'd love to hear some thoughts. Call it to all fans. I just like. I know we spent 20 minutes talking about it, but like the concept of Batman in 1970s, like a 1970s quote unquote. New York but actually Gotham makes so much sense because New York in the 70s was so crime ridden like if you watch any documentaries or you read anything about 1970s New York you're just like what how did people live in this city so like it makes so it was just such a wasted opportunity I just don't understand why 
they insist on on splitting it into kind of different things. Like, okay, we can have this Joker go on. Well, Robert Pattinson has a Batman, and have them be two completely separate things. Like I do, I I get you can do one offs. Not everything has to be cinematic universe. DC's made a lot of mistakes with that, but they just they hit on two things really well. Robert Pattinson is a great Batman. Yep. And Joaquin Phoenix is a great Joker. And we're never going to see them together. Oh. And that's a mistake. <laughs> like, they, they really screwed up there. Um, and, like, the thing is, is that I would even accept, because Joaquin Phoenix is such a great actor, I would even accept them doing something where he's really old and somehow is still, like, you know, torturing Batman from afar. I'd even accept that. But they're not going to do it. They're, they're not going to do it. They're going to give us some other young Joker, which I'm sure they'll find someone who's good. I'm sure that'll be fine. But well, they've still. already casted him because they did. Oh, the... yeah. What's his name? Barry. Barry. Um, I don't like from, a... Yeah, the other Irish guy. I don't like a young Joker. <laughs> no. I, and a great actor. I can't remember his last name, but a great actor. Yeah. He's a great actor. But I, I agree with you. A young Joker to me does not work. It, as an older Joker inspiring some young copycats like if you had that guy that barry guy barry whatever play some other dude that gets influenced by an older joker fine like that would be great but i i don't like the joker being younger either i agree with you that's just my opinion there you go there, a little bit too. more for you Susan. <laughs> <laughs> so, a, little, a little bit more um okay our, our, our last question here um comes from ryan uh, Ryan wants to know, uh, hey, Screening Kingston, a uh, quick question about your plans for any more themed episodes. Some of my favorite episodes of your podcast were themes based upon, say, things like the 90s or certain types of shows that you liked when you were younger. It'd be really cool if you did another themed episode, maybe something around certain movies that each of you liked or disliked. I always think those are a lot of fun. Well, stay tuned um, because maybe one of our Oscars people have requested something similar to that people love our themed episodes eh? they're probably i think you said once they're our most listened to oh yes in terms of the stats. Uh, people love people love the the themes specifically i think our audience liked all the 90s stuff we did because i think that spoke to just that age bracket um who who listen and and, and i mean it, it's kind of our childhood right so yeah. i think I think that people respond to that. Here's a theme for you, Mike, given okay. the Oscars. A Brendan Fraser themed episode. That'd be good. <laughs> the Mummy and... Jo George of the Jungle. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and The, the Mummy. One, I just was reminding you, I, complete, I had completely forgot about this movie until I saw something um, after the Oscars. Um, oh, what's it called? It's when his family think... That the, a nuclear bomb has gone off, so they like live oh, in a bunker. Oh, and they're in the they're living the bunker. Yeah, back. Yes. It's like a pun. It's like not obviously Back to the Future, but like something like that. Yes, you know I, mean? I know exactly back, what movie. Blast from the past, maybe. Blast from the past, something like it's something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, That'd be a good yes. one to review to revisit. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. He's got he's got some good ones. <laughs> Brendan Fraser's got some good uh, so, movies. The, we'll the two flip. Mummy movies, especially, yeah. but. We can float that one out, maybe, possibly. Yeah, and I still uh, really want, um, I think the episode where we talked about this has already aired, um, how you mentioned I should watch The Happening, and I said we should make it a, a watch-along mm. watch episode. So that will, yes. that's coming in that the pipeline, happen. too. 
I don't know if that counts that as a happen. themed episode, but it's certainly like a audience participation yeah. episode. Yeah, that that'll be fun. I think people will get a kick out of that because if you haven't seen the happening, you have to watch the happening. Like, and we're gonna do a poll, so, right? We have right? to talk about it. Yes, it did you dumb? like it? <laughs> yes, yeah, smart or dumb? Because it's it, the world's divided, and it's so undescribable. You just have to watch this movie. Like it's it's so interesting. So I'm I'm very excited for that one. Um, okay, let's review some movies. From 2023, finally. So uh, we've both seen a couple. Um, I have two that I, I want to quickly uh, get to. Um, but first, I'm, I am I have to say I've never been more curious uh, about your movie selections than, than this one. Because uh, I knew uh, quite a bit about this movie. Um, normally, you come in with a movie and I've never heard of it. So <laughs> I really want to hear your thoughts on We Have a Ghost first so taylor why don't you take us through what happened there anthony mackie uh who you know the falcon from the mcu and i believe david harper is in it is the ghost from stranger things there you go (laughs) let's hear let's hear your review for this one (laughs) okay so um obviously my movie going experiences are limited to what i can stream at home right now so um this is a netflix movie from 2023 it looked corny, like, from the onset. Like, I knew this was not going to be, like, a good movie. <laughs> but I was so curious. <laughs> and, like, the plot sounded cute. Like, oh, a family moves into a ha- All I knew was that a family moves into a house and they have a ghost. And the ghost is David Harper. <laughs> and I didn't know anything else about it. And I just thought even the title was kind of cute. Like, oh, we have a ghost. So um, it definitely reads like like a two like a 2000s Disney movie like TV movie but like a little bit of an older audience than I would say like Disney like this movie is more for like teens I think so like I ran into this problem with do revenge which was also a Netflix movie and Mm -hmm. I'm like who is this movie for like is this for like current teenagers or is this for like nostalgia i guess we're millennials mike i'm not sure people in their 30s i'm like is that what we are i don't know um oh i thought we were the other one like jet like we're not boomers but no (laughs) although the young (laughs) young kids probably think we're boomers (laughs) but anyway so are we millennials okay anyway it doesn't matter okay so like so like netflix described like the description was like um a family friendly like adventure movie but Hmm. like when i think family friendly i think like little kids could watch the movie but they're like it swears in this movie so Uh, and I'm not being like a prude like oh my gosh there's swears but like when I think family friendly like I don't think it says like the b word for instance you know no because I can't swear no not not in family you know not in family movies no so I'm like okay Netflix like your use of like family is like pretty loose here Mm -hmm. um but it's like very cheesy the acting is like hit or miss like it is kind of like cheesy made for tv movie level acting which i guess is like i kind of come to expect that from netflix but also sometimes not because like i'm pretty sure like wasn't mank um like a netflix movie like netflix is making like real movies now so i don't know like (laughs) netflix is just so confusing in terms of their level of quality um yeah 
the plot was weird. So they like have a ghost. The younger son is like trying to help the ghost, but like the dad is trying to exploit the ghost to make money. And then also the CIA wants to arrest the ghost. Okay. Yes, you heard that right. What? Why does it? Why is the CIA even involved in this? Like it's so. It's like such a stupid. It's like very underdeveloped the CIA mm. plot, but essentially, like in the nineties, there was um, kind of like the X Files. They like wanted to catch a ghost, and like one of the scientists thinks that ghosts are terrorists, but then mm. like. Like at the end of the movie, she like very very quickly like no plot development has a change of heart and like releases the ghost. I don't know. Um, and then so like the younger son is trying to find out like what like who is this ghost because the ghost can't talk and doesn't have a memory of why he's in the house. And right. it was just so annoying when like you know we've talked about this on the show before when like the uh, like the filmmakers make decisions that like don't really make sense in the in the context of the world they're building so like yeah. this ghost can't talk but he can leave the house and there's a literal scene where the ghost is in the car with like the son and the son's friend and there's like a high speed police chase and the ghost is involved in a high speed police chase <laughs> Wait, but he's driving a car? No, he's in the backseat. He can't drive, oh. but he can he can't talk. But mind you, he can leave the house and go on a cross country um like trip in a car and then be involved in a high speed police chase. So the rules around this ghost are not clear. The, and like I hate that. Like don't tell me yes. like, oh, he can't yeah. talk, but he can leave a house and then you know what I mean? And like ride in a car. Yes. Like, so stupid. Yeah. And, like, I hated the design of him. They, like, CGI'd him, and he was kind of, like, shimmery. I don't know. It was just, like, really stupid. Like, the, <laughs> the character design was really stupid, in my opinion. So, yeah, I, yeah like, it was, like, it's very rare where I'm, like, I'm going to turn this movie off. Like, I don't think in the history of screening in Kingston, I've never not finished a movie. I watched about half of the movie, and then the baby like had come up from um like his nap or whatever or like whatever the I had to do something with the baby so I stopped the movie halfway and I thought I really don't want to watch the second half of this movie (laughs) (laughs) you were you were ready to not come back to like I like when I texted you and I'm like I'm trying to finish (laughs) yes (laughs) I think I said that I'm trying to finish I was like oh I'm like but no I gotta do it for the fans also I gotta see what the CIA stuff is all about so, long story short, this is a skip it. Like, this movie is stupid. I don't know. I don't know who they made it for. They say it's a family-friendly adventure movie. But, like, I would not show this to, like, a 10-year-old. Like, it has, like, like yeah. swears. And, like, there was a lot of, like, um, like, slang. And this is dating myself. But, like, I'm, gosh, 31. I think I'm turning 32 this year, I think. I don't know. Um. And, like, I'm, like, I don't understand what these high school kids are saying. Like, the slang they were using. Does that happen and to you And I now, bet Mike? you it does. And I still think if you talk to high school students, they don't talk like that. Like, that. <laughs> like maybe, maybe in the United States they do. Like, again, uh, this is a, a Hollywood, right? We're in Canada. 
it is a different place. I'm not saying that as an insult. I'm just saying maybe that's different elsewhere. But I, I, I don't believe so. <laughs> like yeah, I, there I, are times like, where on a show, I, I'm sitting here thinking I've never heard a human being talk like that ever. It was rough. I'm like, I don't so, understand this slang. I feel like <laughs> this movie's gonna be so dated. And like the movie relies a lot on like they never. I don't think they call it TikTok or YouTube, but it's like some other thing. It's TikTok yeah. and YouTube, and I'm like. Oh my gosh, this movie is going to be out of date in like three years. Like, are we even even going to be using I? In America, they're trying to ban TikTok. So like, <laughs> there's a there's a sh- there's a show that I watch that's gotten really horrifically bad. But they they did the same thing where they have it's called clip clip talk, where it's oh, yeah. like a like a basically knockoff. TikTok. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a knockoff thing. But they they talk there. It's a like police procedural show. They talk about it all the time, and I'm just like thirty and forty something year olds don't talk about this stuff. No, like well, like, I grew up with social media, and I do not mention TikTok, YouTube as much as these police officers do for like investigate. Oh, well, this happened on Clip Talk, and like I. I don't even have I don't even have TikTok. No. Like it to me it's such a teenage and younger thing. Again, I don't get it. But I'm a 30 something. I watch it like every other normal 30 something. I watch the old like three week old TikToks on Instagram Reels. That's how I yeah, find exactly. my me that's, too. <laughs> that's how I find my TikTok content. Right on even, yeah, right on Instagram. Yeah. yeah three weeks <laughs> later after it's gone viral. Like any other Why would viral, I need TikTok? Viral. Exactly. Why would I need TikTok where I can just sit there on Instagram and it'll just scroll and yeah, I'm late yeah. to the party, but who cares? It's yeah. all the important stuff ends up there anyway. Yeah. So anyways, like I had a lot of problems with these movies, this movie, but like David Harbour, poor guy. Like I've talked about this before about how Netflix is developing kind of its own studio system where mm-hmm. um, they have kind of a, like a repertoire of actors now. And I've, he like, he doesn't talk in the movie. He does a very good job like emoting and like acting in this movie. And I'm like, you're better than this, David. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if he read the script and he was like, oh, this will be like my third contract movie and now i can be let go and make movies elsewhere i don't know why he chose to take this movie he he does not phone it in he does a good job but i'm like david (laughs) what (laughs) anyways yeah people are gonna be like oh taylor i'm gonna it's so it sounds like it's so bad it's good no guys it's just so bad don't watch this movie don't watch this with like your 13 year old cousin because you like you know you're babysitting and you need something to watch no, go watch the Goonies or something. <laughs> something else. Something so, like else. a real family movie, you yeah. know? I don't know. Like, well, like again, like I feel <laughs> there's like certain swear words that I remember watching, like as a younger kid. Sure. Like, like again, we can't swear on the show, but like the S word, right? Or like mm-hmm. C word, like not the w- not well the... well placed. Yeah. yeah, the other C. Word. The other C word. well placed. Uh, swears at particular moments for particular reasons. Yeah, but the characters are just like blah 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 b word. I'm like, what? No, this isn't yeah. a family movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Anyways, yeah, there you go. There you go. We have a ghost. Skip it. <laughs> um, okay, I I saw Cocaine Bear. Oh. Uh, because I thought, well, if you're going to review an obscure bad a movie, bee. maybe I will also review an obscure bad like movie. i feel um, like it's getting okay reviews well yeah it, it is um i i don't agree with them 
uh, I thought it, it's I thought Joker it was, all over again. Yeah, I thought it was not even bad enough to be good bad. Like it just didn't. The like Cocaine Bear, it's based on very loosely something that actually happened, except in real life, the cocaine was dropped uh, in this forest. A bear did get a bunch of it, ate a bunch of it, but then died immediately. Yeah. Because that's what would happen, obviously. But in this, it's like a fictional, okay, what if the bear got high on the cocaine and got kind of got addicted to it and started like murdering people? So it has that feeling of like a shark movie. Yeah, shark um, Yes, but it's not clever or interesting or it's not really anything. Like it felt like a bunch of people just got together who knew each other and filmed it. Like they don't- Good for them. Not for, <laughs> well, but this thing, it's not, <laughs> they're not taking it seriously. But they're not spoofing it either, and they're not just—they're just doing it's it like an for actress, the sake of it. It's an actress who directed it. Um, uh, yes, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. yeah, is this her? Elizabeth I mean, Banks, who who's directed um, three. This is her third, I think, okay. film. Um, because she did one of the pitch, I can't remember which one, but one of the Pitch Perfect right. movies that she was a producer on. She directed one of them, and the Charlie's Angels remake from a couple years ago that I reviewed that was not good. So she's um, like one, one for three. She's one for three. Yes, because yeah. the Pittsburgh movies are fine yeah. again for what they are. They're not everyone's cup of tea, but like I, I even I can. They're not you know geared at me, but I can appreciate them. Um, Cocaine Bear. I don't know who the audience is for this. It's not good enough to become a cult classic movie. Like I, I don't think it fits the bar. Like honestly, it reminds me a lot of Snakes on the Plane, where we don't talk about that movie anymore because it just sort of happened. It's like they had this idea for kind of a silly concept and an interesting name, but didn't know where to go with it. It's um, like, a, like a flash in the pan, right? Like you talk about yeah. it for 15 minutes and then. And it's funny and interesting, but then they don't do anything with it. Like, I think you could have done something really interesting with it. But to me, this is a very, by, even in terms of, if we want to talk about the direction, it's like a by the numbers directed film. Like it just looks like a fancy TV show, like n no real interesting shots. No real interesting moments. The bear does go around and, and you know, murders, um, which in like slasher films and stuff like, and, and you know, whenever you have like a monster that's killing humans, the like kills are the big thing. Like what are the interesting, and there aren't really any, like it's not, it's, it's very much like almost in real life as if a bear was going around well, yeah. killing people and what would happen. Um, it's not funny. Like there are jokes in it that aren't funny yeah because none of the characters are interesting the scenarios not that funny and the scenarios of the characters are not that funny like i feel like they could have done more interesting things with this like they could i think they could have established and developed a story and then made the cocaine bear thing happen within it um but they were just too focused on no the thing is the cocaine bear and that's basically what we're going to focus on and the humans became like secondary which Reminded me a lot of like God, the more recent Godzilla movies, but again, not as interesting. Um, or, or, really, or Transformers, where, where the human characters are just there getting really in the way. They leaned into <laughs> Cocaine Bear. They're like... Yeah, and and again, it's it was just... I can't even say it was like awful. It was just a not good theatrical experience. Like it was, it was just like watching nothing. 
And it's not just because I'm tired, Taylor. Like, I really <laughs> was, I went to this movie being like, I want to see, like, what they did with this. Yeah, it looks um, so, it looks so, like, um, so silly, right? But, like, fun Yeah, silly. and different. And fun silly. But it wasn't. It was, definitely wasn't Sharknado. But it wasn't even, like, The Shallows or uh, Meg or anything that's, like, um, you know, taking it a little, like, Jaws and stuff where it takes it a little more seriously. It wasn't right. even that. Like, it, it was, it was literally not even as memorable um, as Snakes on a Plane because there was no Samuel L. Jackson star power charisma person in it. MF for snakes off this. MF for Yeah, yeah, you don't have that. Like, you just have, oh, it's a bear. I think he's on cocaine. And then murder. Like, it it was not good. Um, Also, how hard, I mean, I guess you can say this about any of those, like, creature feature movies, but, like, how hard would it be to get away from the bear? Like, in my mind, I'm like, how is this going to move me? Apparently, in real life, it's real hard to get away from a bear. Oh, okay. Apparently, in real life, okay. it's re- like they're fast and right. they can climb trees. So you don't have a lot of options. But to like, apparently, you're just supposed to like go in the field position and like hope for the best. I would think um, like get in your car and drive away. Yeah, that. Okay. But I mean, they do set up why people are out in this kind of like convent, like park, this national right. park without vehicles. They do explain that. Okay. Um, they could have done a better job of setting things up. Like I, I, I kind of imagined in my head this movie being about like a park ranger who, you know, something's going on in their life and they hate their job and they have to bring people out into this thing and they just hate it and then run into this bear and things happen. But not, it's not even, it's, I don't even want to give the movie that. I thought it was going to be kind of what you're describing. Like I thought it was going to be like a, like an act, like a horror comedy. Like the and it's not and it's not it's not a horror comedy it's not an actual like that movie with Blake Lively that was like a serious shark she's stuck on a rock for the whole movie or oh, whatever like it's that. not even it's okay it, it that movie is not great but it's passable like right. it was a passable watch this is nothing this this seems so lazy and without effort and I know it takes a lot of effort to make films and a lot of people are involved and there's a lot of hard work that goes into it it just none of that came off the screen there was no charisma there was nothing um it's definitely a skip it like i don't even think cocaine bear is worth talking about and there's been some mixed reviews like there's been some positive reviews for it um this might find a small audience somewhere but i really don't think this is going to be the type of movie that people revisit in a couple of of years being like oh yeah like cocaine bear that was such a cult because we don't do that i've never heard snakes on a plane i don't see it played again in theaters for like cult movie nights it nothing none of them has like the the modern ones that have made that have like scott pilgrim and and some teen movies have become cult status but not these movies because they're just not great so cocaine bear skip it pass not um, and then quickly, I wanted to talk about Ant-Man Quantumania because I haven't had a chance to, to review it since it's now left theaters. Um, and uh, yeah, this this was this was a tough one, <laughs> Taylor. This was this um, this was the first Marvel movie I've seen in a while that I kind of went, oh, no. Um, well, just with they, the name. they've lost they've they've lost it. They've lost the plot. With the name, I assume it's a uh, yes. multiverse movie, like Quantum. Yeah, kind of like Quantum Mania, but there's a Quantum Realm, which does have something to do with Ant-Man. I think, but I think what you just said is really the point. Ant-Man, the first two Ant-Man movies have been comedies, and they've been heist movies, 
which separate them a little bit from Marvel. This was neither one of those. And I think that was a mistake. I think they they made it a little bit too much of a big epic movie. They're trying to set up a new villain. Um, so I understand what they're doing. Uh, Paul Rudd's great, as usual. There's nothing like wrong with the movie overall. I'm just of everything I've seen. This is really the first one where I found so much to like about the Doctor Strange movie and the recent Thor movie where other people were kind of bashing it. I found a lot to enjoy and like. This was the first one where I kind of went, oh, I think they, they, they lost it here. They went a little too crazy trying to set things up again. And it felt, it really felt similar to my feelings walking out of Age of Ultron, where I thought it was just a mess. Like they didn't quite it didn't quite land for me as to as to what they were doing and and that worries me a bit now recently i want i want to talk about this more so than than the movie recently kevin feige has come out to say his plan right now is to pull back some of the production dates and and push things back a bit in order to have more development time so I think he's he's working with writers and doing the right thing. Yes, Yikes. which is good. Like this is a good thing to realize because most people will be like, I'm plowing through. Yeah. To realize you have to spend more time with writers and work on it is great because that's the thing about Ant Man. Like it wasn't as funny as the other two movies. It wasn't quite as interesting as a heist. Um, even the name Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumanium, it's a mouthful, and the Wasp is barely in it. Like she has a lot of screen time, but is not really relevant. I'm like, sorry, like she's just not. So it, it it really wasn't an Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. It was mainly Ant-Man and setting up this villain in the quantum realm. Um, and I just, yeah, I felt like it. they didn't, it was fine. The best thing I can say about it, it was fine. Like this is an airplane for me, where if you're a Marvel fan like me and you got to catch up and you got to watch these movies, you don't have to rush out to the theaters. You, you can watch it on an airplane. You're not gonna miss too much by just kind of letting it pass by marvel is still my favorite long-form tv show this was just not one of my favorite episodes of it it's like when, um, the, when you're doing a rewatch you'd skip the episode i'd probably skip it even though it tries to set up the villain like i know enough from the loki tv show about the villain and i'm like okay if I, like good enough like i i know enough about him i can move forward as long as i know what happens in this movie it's fine but yeah it just wasn't especially i've been re-watching some of the other marvel movies and they just they all try to bring something different when you're you're watching a guardians of the galaxy movie it has a different feel than when you're watching a captain america movie and they do a pretty good job of making those different i think what made ant-man so unique was it was heist movies um, right. and he brought a little bit of that flair to the last avengers movie which was really cool and they they should have gone back to that it should have been some sort of heist related thing within it but it really it really wasn't it was more going into this quantum realm meeting a bunch of very strange characters that didn't make a lot of sense um and introducing yourself to this this new villain yeah i'm just um, not interested in mixing with sci-fi no you you would have hated this movie with <laughs> like, a fiery why action. why not just like i haven't seen any of the ant man movies but like now i didn't realize they were heist movies i'd be inclined yeah. to watch paul rudd shrink yes. down and do a a, a heist but you like... would enjoy the first ant-man movie <laughs> like the first ant-man movie taylor i think is more up your alley yeah because it reminds me of like oh if one of these movies was kind of made in the 90s and it was more of a heist movie but it happens to be a superhero 
Like, yeah. I actually think it has a lot of that feel to it. You would like the first Ant-Man movie. Yes. I would agree with that. Well, there you go. So there you go. Maybe we'll have an Ant-Man. Taylor watches Ant-Man. Um, quickly, <laughs> to end the episode, I've got a reveal. Um, first of all, our winner, Ruth, has made her selection. Okay. Um, and what she'd like us to do is she wants each of us, you and me, to pick a movie that we know the other person will not like mm-hmm. and would normally never watch and make them watch it and review it. People um, love when love... we do this to each other. Oh, I know. They love torturing us. So that's what we're going to do. Okay. Um, I, I've got to come up with movies that you can you can stream, Taylor. That'll have to or be Or I don't mind uh, renting. Uh, you know, you can rent movies off YouTube and Amazon. So that opens okay. it up for you, Mike. Okay. Because I have one in mind that I think really fits something you, you hate. That I haven't done, but it wouldn't be, and, and I'll give you a hint, it's not a superhero movie, and it's not a Star Trek. And yet, there's something else I know you hate that I kind of have in mind. Oh, I bet it's space. Uh, no, it's not space oh. related. Oh. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and then we've got uh, from Kira, who, who came in last, and we're giving her this opportunity because Kira um, uh, also had got zero. That's correct. a feat. In the Oscars. That's well, that's a feat. A um, Kira says that uh, she's very, very happy to get an opportunity uh, to, to produce her own episode of Screening at Kingston. And my request is super simple. Leading up to the release of the Barbie movie, I'm going to give you a list of Barbie films to review uh, <laughs> on the podcast as a precursor to the Barbie movie. <laughs> so there's a themed episode for you, too. We will be reviewing Barbie movies. The only Barbie uh, movie I've well. seen is Barbie Nutcracker. Barbie oh, maybe that'll be on our list. And... That's <laughs> Wait, is the movie... Wait, what's the movie called? It's like, it's the Nutcracker, but it's it's Barbie. Like, all, like... Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I see. They, they are the nut... Like, they play yeah. the Nutcracker. Yeah. Course. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. that, that makes sense. Um, so there you go. That That's what we're doing. We will be... Uh, for Ruth's episode, we will be picking movies that the other person we know they'll hate Great. and that they would never watch on their own. And then we will also, uh, sometime before the Barbie movie comes out, we will review a list of Barbie films that Kira will be sending. Kira, along. keep it short. So there you go. Yes, I'd say it. two. <laughs> I would say two. We're going to limit you to two. Pick, I pick your two list, favorites. And I'm like, oh God, what ten? There um, are a lot. I assume, I assume they're like an hour or something. So two. Give us two Barbie movies. Cool. There yeah. you go. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for for listening this week. Uh, we hope you uh, enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to send in your fan questions anytime. Screeningandkingston.com. Email us at screeningandkingston at gmail.com. Go see some movies. Thank you for listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast, recorded at CFRC at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. Queen's University sits on the traditional lands of the Haudenosaunee and Anishabi peoples. We would like to thank the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences and the CFRC Podcast Network.